Is this thing on? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Voice Podcast, a podcast for students by students. And uh, with me here today is Francine, and uh, she will um, tell us a little bit more about the international office and her role at uh, the international office. Welcome to the Voice Podcast, first Francine. And yeah, please introduce yourself. Okay, so um, thanks for having me. So um, my name is Francine Denway, and I'm an international student advisor at SLC. So I um, look after the students on the Cornwall campus, but we also have international student advisors in Kingston. There are two of them, Carolina and Laura, and then one of them in Brockville, who is Jamie. And so the four of us work together to support all of our international students who are coming to SLC. Well, I work at the international office as well, and um... I want to thank you so much for the work you do at the international office. It's amazing the kind of support you give to students. I mean, responding to all the questions and uh, you know, helping them to adapt and, and set in in Canada. It's a great, um, it's a great move, uh, a challenge, a, a challenging move for, for most international students as well. And I mean, the international office um, has been quite supportive. Yeah. So that's I, great. That's what they're, we're there for. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to, um, can you highlight a little bit about the services offered by the international office? Sure. So um, we're basically there as your first point of call, I guess. Um, so we start before you even get to Canada. So, you know, um, we provide um, information, we provide um, pre-departure sessions to help students prepare to come to Canada. Um, once they get here, you know, we do orientation. Um, we also, we provide immigration um, advice, workshops. Uh, we also organize events for students throughout uh, their time here so you can get involved. Um, we also have uh, a team um, who are looking after admissions. So, you know, if students are looking to take maybe a different program or another program after they finish one program, they, you know, we also help out with that. Um, just, you know, and if students just have no clue who they need to speak to or, you know, who, you know, who takes care of what, you know, you can always come to the international office and we can point you into the right direction or, or you know, point to the right person who can help you out. That's amazing. I mean, the um, services offered by the international office. You've mentioned um, um, that students can come to the international office. So where can they find the international office and how can they connect within, um, with the international office? So um, on the Kingston campus, it's basically found on uh, the ground floor between the bookstore and uh, the cafeteria. Um, in Brockville, it's in the main building on the second floor. Um, and in Cornwall, if you just head past uh, student services on the ground floor of Molinette, you'll find it there. Um, so basically, um, you know, if you're there in person, you can obviously come and visit. Um, if you want to get in touch with us virtually, um, either if you have questions about, let's say you need a a document for an application, um, you know, for an immigration application, or you need, you know, a letter of enrollment or something like that, you can email our um, main international email address, which is international at sl.on.ca. 
and um, and they'll be able to help you out with you know sort of general questions or you know any documentation you need. Um, and then also we have our international student advisors, and we each have our own email address. Um, it's all listed um, on our website. Um, and if you have any doubts at all, or you're not sure who your international student advisor is, you know, if you email that international main international email address, they'll be able to, um, you know, send you to the right person. Awesome. So you can see, you can, you know, get hold of them on their website virtually and at the various um, campuses. I think it's quite obvious where the international office is. And um, Coming to Canada, I one of the things I heard a lot was um, about the weather. And mm. I kind of, you know, sometimes when you are not there, when you have not experienced um, the, you know, um, the winter months, it's mm. really um, a bit hard to visualize what that feels, right? So yeah. I went online to search a lot of materials and what people were saying about how cold it was you know but i'm just want to ask now what kind of things should students pack when traveling to canada so you know most of our students come from climates very different from canada so like you said you know it's no idea what it's like to you know feel that real brittle cold yeah. so a lot of the times we actually tell students believe it or not not to worry about packing, especially, you know, a winter coat or anything, because often what you get in your country, what you think is good for, you know, cold there is actually not quite enough for Canada. <laughs> so you might have a winter coat uh, that you would wear in your winter, but here it would be almost like a spring coat. Um, so often we just recommend that students, once they get here to actually buy a winter coat and boots here and hats and, you know, to make sure that they're thick enough that, um, you know, they're going to keep you warm. Um, obviously, whatever you have from back home that's warm, you know, take it along, but, you know, it, just to be aware that it may not be quite enough for you to stay warm in Canada. And I mean, there are lots of places where you know, you can buy stuff either, you know, secondhand or um, places like Walmart where you can find things that are, you know, at a lower price. So you're not paying a fortune for it. Um, and so, you know, same thing with boots and things like that. I just think um, so often students would show up and say, oh, I've got my winter coat. And I look and I'm like, really? I'm not sure, quite sure that'll be warm enough. But uh, so, yeah, so not to worry too much that, you know, once you get here, you'll be yeah. able to find that. Obviously, if you arrive in the middle of, um, you know, for the winter semester, just bring whatever you can that's warm enough. And then if it's, you know, you can get something once you're here. But um, when, if you arrive in, in May or September, you've got a little bit of time to work towards it and to, you know, find something for when it does get cold. But uh, yeah, it is a bit of a shock, I think, for a lot of people when they've not <laughs> experienced it. Even myself who grew up here, I still find it really hard to deal with the cold in the winter at times. Oh yeah. So um, so a couple of things I've experienced here is uh, during the winter months, sometimes it's very slippery. And mm. uh, when students uh, fall down, they are not sure where to go to, to, to get help. Um, they have garden insurance. They don't know exactly what it covers. Can you highlight what garden insurance covers? Sure. So. Um, it's really for any sort of medical issue you have or any emergency that you have a medical emergency when you're here in Canada. So, uh, you know, like you said, if you 
slip in the winter and fall and you sprain your ankle or hurt your leg and you, knew, you need to go see a doctor, that would be covered. Um, you know, if you end up having a really bad fever and you feel really unwell, you, you know, you go see the doctor. Um, so really any kind of thing that's come up while you're here in Canada, something unexpected that happens um, and medically that you need um, help with, then yeah, they'll cover that. Um, also, Garden Me has a, um, another part to it. So it's called Keep Me Safe. And they also um, help with, a, you know, um, sort of wellness and, you know, seeking some, you know, counseling, let's say if students are finding it really, really hard, because as we know, coming to another country is not easy. Um, and so sometimes students really struggle and then maybe they want to talk to somebody in their own language. And so Keep Me Safe actually has counselors who speak various languages. So, you know, you can actually get help that way too. So, you know, they're looking after your physical health and your mental health. Um, and of course, you know, if you have any questions about it, once you get here, specific stuff about the policy, you know, we can help you show you where that is. But uh, just know that, um, you know, anything that kind of comes up where you're feeling unwell or you hurt yourself, you can go to a doctor or the emergency room um, and it would be covered. Hmm. Awesome. Thank you so very much for for highlighting that, you know, most students who have the insurance don't know how to, you know, claim it and don't also understand what it, it covers. Yes, so how can students enhance their experience at the college? I think, I think getting involved in whatever way you can. Um, I think, you know, anything like we have all those events. So trying to join some of those events, getting to meet people, um, or even volunteering. There are lots of different parts of the college where you can volunteer, you know, either at, you know, in the international department or elsewhere in the college. I think anywhere where you get to be around people and get to meet people, because I think so often, you know, again, people get here, you know, you're nervous or, um, you know, you feel really homesick and, I think sometimes the best thing is to just get yourself out there and get involved in any way that you can. And of course, you know, the international student advisors were here to help you through that. If you're struggling and you, you know, you're just feeling really, really homesick, you can come and talk to us. We're always there to, you know, just to be sometimes a shoulder to cry on or, you know, just to, you know, we've all been there ourselves. We've all lived abroad at some point. And uh, so we know what it's like and just to try and help and, um, and, and yeah, just come and see us, get involved, join the activities, whatever you can, you know, talk to people in your classes. Don't be shy. I think a lot of um, international students at first are shy, um, but sometimes just break the ice and just say hello. And you'll find that people will warm up and say, hey, and you know, and then you you maybe have created a nice friendship in your class. So I think that's really a huge thing is just trying to get involved wherever you can. Um, and it may be a struggle at first to get yourself out there, but once you start, you'll realize it just opens so many doors for you. Yeah, absolutely. So I can attest to that. So go out there and, you know, experience experience the college experience canada experience um the, the, the classroom make it make it um alive you know most mm -hmm. times we miss home because uh we you know miss family members 
you know, but once you are able to get out there, you meet, you make another family here in Canada. So it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's uh, absolutely worthwhile to enhance your experience um, by volunteering and joining uh, groups or clubs, um, as well as look out for, for those um, um, emails, look out for those um, experiences or like opportunities. No, look out for those opportunities um, in your emails. So most times we don't read our emails, right? <laughs> we don't read our emails. <laughs> so those things will keep popping up and, you know, we, sh we, we shouldn't ignore them and, you know, utilize that opportunity and engage with the college. Mm -hmm. So um, sometimes in students coming from outside outside of Canada have challenges in the academics uh, sometimes because um, yeah because the the um, curriculum and the scheme of work is a little bit different from what's back home, um, especially for the for the younger ones. Is there any way they can get you know help when they are falling behind in the academics? Mm -hmm. Who should they talk to? Yeah, definitely. Uh, there, you know, there's lots of help and support there for students. Um, you know, one there's a place called the Academic Support Center. So there, um, they have tutors in various different subjects. So you know, you can go and talk to somebody there, make appointments, and you know, if it's one particular subject, let's say math, you can get the, a math tutor who will go through all of that with you. We also have our student success facilitators who are great, who are there just as a, like sort of a general support. They can help um, either, you know, with like time management or, you know, how to do tests, um, explain a little bit more about how the academics are here in Canada, how that works. Um, they can also set you up with a peer tutor. So they also have other students who are really, um, you know, excel in, in a subject who can also tutor you um, so there's just lots of um, lots of support in lots of different ways so I think the biggest thing is don't be shy reach out if you, and if you don't remember who you need to speak to or you're not sure you can come to us first and we'll tell you who you need to contact but I think the biggest thing is don't wait if you find that you know you're struggling um, just reach out for help and all of these services are free so you don't have to worry about paying any extra for it just reach out as soon as you feel like you might be falling behind too often students wait too long and you know ask for help towards you know the end of the semester when it may become a little too late so it's just we always tell students just reach out as soon as you start to worry that you might be falling behind um, and you know seek out those services or come to us if you're not sure and we'll definitely um, let you know who you need to see um, and you know, there's so much out there that I think a lot of students don't realize. Um, lots, so many different services, and so you know, that's what we're here for too, is to sort of point you in the right direction, let you know who you need to see, um, and what types of supports are out there. So, and again, by the you know, we were saying before about getting involved, and the more that you get involved as well, the more you hear about different things, and you think, oh, okay, well, that's another support I didn't know we had. So I'm gonna, you know take advantage of that and and just yeah just don't be shy and reach out and i test to the support that the um the college have for students um lots of various services well thought out you know services and across board for students mm -hmm. yeah and uh, i think we've also done some 
podcasts or yeah, a couple of podcasts with the peer tutors, with these um, students, um, success facilitators, and yeah. So um, I just want to ask, um, finding accommodation, finding housing here is quite uh, a bit of a challenge, especially for for international students, I guess. I don't know, mm -hmm. like, like for international students, because I also had um, problems finding housing or knowing my rights as a tenant. So where can students get help if they have problems with housing and their landlords? Okay. So uh, one thing that's really important is during our welcome session. So, you know, just as you arrive, we do have uh, a workshop with a um, housing lawyer. Um, and it's a really good idea to go to that workshop to understand a bit more about leases, um, what they are, um, and, and what your rights are, so that you know, you're a bit better prepared. Um, in the international office, we can help support your, you know, your search for accommodation, you know, by giving you, um, you know, links to maybe um, different websites you haven't heard of, or uh, sometimes if, you know, we happen to know students who are looking for a roommate, you know, we might be able to make those connections if, if you know, if we happen to know. Um, one great thing is that uh, we are actually hiring a housing officer who's going to be specifically working on that um, to be able to support students. So that's going to be really wonderful. And that's going to be happening, I think, within the next month or so. So that we're really excited about that. Um, and, uh, you know, in every community, there are um, legal, um, it's basically called legal aid. So it's free services for, um, you know, like students would, would apply basically to this um, because you make under a certain amount of money per year because you're a student. Um, and so, you know, if, if you ever have trouble, you know, you can come and talk to us. We might be able to give you some advice. Um, and if it gets to the point where you, you might need legal advice, then there are lawyers that you'd be able to go and see and, and get legal advice from as well. So, you know, first point of contact would be us if you have any trouble, um, you know, and then we'll be able to either, you know, like I said, try and help you sort that out yourself if, if it's possible or refer you to a lawyer. And then our new housing officer um, will, you know, be able to help out when he or she um, begins their new role. So we're really, really excited because that's going to be another great uh, service for the students. That's amazing. That's amazing. A lot of students have challenges with housing, I tell you, a lot. So that's amazing to have like a dedicated um, staff that would always be available to assist students understand their um, rights and also help out in finding housing for them. So yeah. this, uh, this you know, period of time, people are talking about filing taxes. For me, I've never filed tax back home in my country. So this is quite new for me. So how can okay. students um, file or get help to file their taxes? Well, um, through the international office, we do organize um, some information sessions. So we have a representative from the Canada Revenue Agency and they're uh, the ones who basically handle all of that. Um, and so they will explain to students what, you know, why do you do this, um, uh, like how it works and um, giving them tips about how to file their taxes. There's also a lot of places in each community where um, you can actually go and get uh, a free service for somebody to, to file their taxes for you. 
So um, it's, you know, if you're unsure about where to go, you can contact your international student advisor and we can um, give you that information. But, you know, that's a great thing as well to have some of these um, local areas where you can go and get someone to do it for you. Um, and, uh, and also we, there, you know, there are a lot of um, uh, programs basically where you can file your own taxes. It might be a bit daunting at first because like you said, and a lot of people, they've never had to do that before. Um, so maybe, you know, the first time you might wanna get someone to do that, but maybe the second time you might feel comfortable doing it yourself online and it's free. Um, that's actually what I do now. I, I file my own taxes online. I use one of those programs. It's really <laughs> easy. Yeah, it's really, it's actually a lot easier than people like think. To learn. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, because it prompts you. And so it tells you, oh, you know, please Hi. put this information in, then this information, oh, do you have this? And so it's, it actually makes it quite easy uh, to do. So, you know, that's something that as people progress, they might want to do as well. So um, I guess it's just letting students know that, um, you know, there's lots of opportunities out there um, and, and they're free. So you don't have to worry about spending money. Mm -hmm. Of course, there are places where you can spend money, but you don't have to. And um, oh. yeah, so joining one of the workshops that we organize is, is great if you get the opportunity to. And, and if you don't, again and you're not sure where to go contact us and we can give you the information of where you can go locally and get um you know a free service to be able to file your taxes that's amazing to know that's amazing to know i didn't know all this before now <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> thank you so much for giving us that insight so um very soon a lot of um, students will be graduating so how can they continue to engage with the college after graduation well, um, we do have an alumni office and that's, that's their whole job basically is keeping our alumni engaged. Um, you know, they, they'll be able to um, sometimes help facilitate like reunions or um, they, there are opportunities to volunteer as well. So, you know, if, if an alumni wants to, you know, look at opportunities to volunteer still with the college, they can, and the alumni office can help you with that. Also, if, you know, students, uh, not students, alumni, once you graduate, um, some people, you know, do very well um, out there financially and they want to give back. So if they want to donate, you know, to future students, that's something that they can do as well. Uh, the alumni office, basically, once you are graduating, they get in touch with every student and they let them know um, what the alumni office does, um, you know, how to get in contact with them and you know, just different ways to stay connected. So, uh, you know, just look out for that once you're graduating and if it's something that you really wanna do, which we always love, um, definitely, you know, keep in touch with the alumni office and they'll let you know what's going on. You know, sometimes we still get alumni come to our classes and talk to students and, you know, um, in the program that they took and say, you know, this is what I did and now I'm out there and I'm doing this job. And um, so, yeah, there's lots of different opportunities and the alumni office would be the place to um, to go and speak to somebody about it. That's amazing. <laughs> so um, this one is just going to be, um, well, a personal question. <laughs> so, okay. So I know you're really very busy, very busy. So how do you the um distress how do you relax relax um well i think exercise helps for sure 
Um, so I know a lot of us, have, you know, try and do some yoga or other types of exercise, which is always really good for anybody who's stressed. It just helps so much. Um, you know, sometimes you just gotta just, um, I guess, take, you know, take a chance to get away from everything, you know, put your phone away so you can't see it. Just, you know, completely just do whatever you want to, you know, take a nice bath, uh, you know, read a book or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm just like, hide my phone, take, you know, my, put my laptop away and just focus on yourself. Something that, you, you know, makes you happy basically. So mm. that's kind of what I try to do. Uh, that's awesome. Do you know what? Taking your phone away. I can't remember the last time I took my phone away. I, I don't think I've ever <laughs> taken my phone away. <laughs> but you know, it, I, I mean, I'm from an older generation. I didn't always have a phone. So maybe it's easier for me. Um, but, but you know what? People don't realize like it, it, there's so much there like with your phone and it's almost like, I don't know. It's just, there's always this like, oh, I got to keep an eye. I've got to know what's going exactly. on here and there. And there's, so it's, it's always making your brain sort of go, but if you just sort of put it away, even if it's just half an hour, because, you know, if that's all you're able to do just to, you know, unwind, take yeah. deep breaths, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, some people can't part with it and that's okay too. <laughs> no, it's something what's what really, I, I mean, every, I think I, I, uh, the statistics for checking the phone is every eight seconds. We are like every eight seconds and we check our phones like 80 times, I guess, in a, mm. in, in a day. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty high. And I think I'm part of that statistics. I'm one of those people that's, you know, constantly <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> doing one thing, even when I'm going to the bathroom, I'm like, okay, this is my time to respond to an email. It's my time. <laughs> constantly feeling the nudge to, to do something with the phone. Constantly feeling the nudge to do something, basically. And I don't know, I, I just have to, Somebody should have, have to take away the phone from me, really. I don't yeah. know if I myself. <laughs> Someone will hide it and I'm like, well, you don't know where it is. <laughs> so, um, Francine, um, just find out any final words for our students? I guess, I guess the biggest thing is um, don't be shy to ask questions. Um, I, I just think if, if you are unsure about anything, um, or you're feeling down in any way, please reach out. Don't be shy. That's what we're here for. You know, we're here to support you throughout your whole journey at SLC from, you know, before you get here till, you know, when you graduate and even beyond with our alumni office. But I just think, yeah, reach out is the, the biggest, biggest thing because I, I, I find, like I said before, you know, students are too afraid or too shy. And, and then by the time they do come to us, you know, it might be too late. Maybe they've already failed the course or, you know, had some sort of issue. And, and we want to be able to avoid that. So we want to give you support earlier. And so the only way that we can is if you tell us that you, you know, you, you need some help or you need some support. So, you know, just come to us, you know, and if it's not something that we can help with, then we'll let you know who you need to speak to. Um, and uh, yeah, and then, and the other thing is really, like we said before, get involved in any way that you can, whether it's at SLC or in your community, um, you know, just that's the best way to sort of integrate yourself into Canadian culture and start to feel um, 
maybe just a little less homesick because you're building that, like you said, like your family, either your SLC family or, you know, whatever family you, you kind of have. And that's how it ends up being, you know, you make these friends and you're all in the same situation. So you kind of bond um, and it's your family away from home. So um, just, you know, make those connections and uh, just get out there as much as you can and, and uh, yeah, and seek help if you need it. Thank you so very much. And uh, thank you for, you know, coming on the voice podcast. Sincerely appreciate. And for all our viewers and listening, please follow us on all our social media handles at SA Voice Podcast and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and The Voice Podcast. Thank you, everyone. And bye. Bye.